Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to be doing another episode, but this time it's on something completely new that everyone's been getting excited about. The Jurassic World Dominion Prologue. So let's start the video. Um, so I'll be breaking down and watching and reviewing the trailer in this episode. So sit back and relax. Starting off with the Universal Jurassic World logo. So, we start off in what to these to look like a savanna. It has an orangey sky in the background towards the ground and it's black because of all the shade. The trees look like savanna trees. I, don't, I forgot what they're called. And, yeah. So now we're in like a kind of river area next to Deserty Mountain, an arid mountain area. So now we're on to one of the exciting parts. So we got two sauropods legs in murky water with a bug flying around. Supposedly a mosquito. I'm pretty sure these sauropods are dreadnoughtuses. Some are sitting in the water and look to be half submerged. Now we see a group of small pterosaurs um, taking off as a Quetzalcoatlus flies in. And this is all in a very um, wetlandish area like plains. This is very, the Quetzalcoatlus model looks very nice because it has a long beak and um, it has the proto feathers along its neck it's also lo quite large that as it would be in real life and it's it bites out one of the turtles now we're onto an ankylosaur drinking well and then you see a herd not really much now we're in that kind of canyon area and we see pterosaur nests and a river running down the middle. And it, these pterosaur models actually have different colours to the original Jurassic um, World model and all the others. They have blue on the head and and they I I can't fully remember, but they have short the short head crests, so symboling that they are female and i don't know if they did that in jurassic park but and i mean jurassic world now we're on to a scene of an overraptor in a cave it's still in the deserty area but this is quite a large cave and it's it going for some eggs of a dinosaur and this is really nice because it's the first feathered dinosaur we've seen in in the series 
and yeah, it's also these dinosaurs are also really nicely modeled. So now we're onto a Nasutoceratops. It's very much like the one we saw in Battle at Big Rock, but there's a male which is has many red spots on his him, and then we see one roll over in the water, but there's a huge amount of them, like probably thousands, and they're migrating across what looks like low desert land up towards a mountainous area, and they're next to a lake, and there's some shrubs like cy cycads or something like that. Then we get to see one of the new ones that is not very well known. Um, I'm sorry if I don't pronounce this right, but the ne this is Moros interrepidus. That that is this genera and species name. It's um and this dinosaur is a scavenger, supposedly from what we see, and it's picking what like modern birds do to crocodiles, it's biting all the um, mosquitoes and stuff off the gums and cleaning the gums. Then we get to see the the new Giga. It looks absolutely beautiful. Um, I know how they're going for accurate, but the, the Giga doesn't look so, so accurate. It has a small ridge, kind of like a Sukumimus's, with spikes jutting out on the back of the head and on the front of the back. It has also um um brow horns that look a lot more prominent than they normally would. Then we get to see an iguanodon that it just was at. Now there's re not a Rexy that we know, but the mosquito it came from. Um. Something to notice is it has lots of proto-feathers along the back and some on the arms and underbelly, which is a nice change. So now we can see them circling. This scene is quite dynamic. The, the, the Giga goes in and headbutts Rexy in the head and then pushes her down and, and bites her neck, but Rexy pushes her off. The Giga almost slips, and she bites down on Rexy's neck again. And then Rexy loses her footing and falls down into the water, and obviously being a very large animal, she died, and she ha was being held in a lock by the Giga on the neck, and the... And gigas have serrated teeth like knives, so it would cut the flesh and do lots of damage. Then we get to see a mosquito, and I'm not—I'm pretty sure this is the one that is in John Hammond's, and later to be seen, well, Ben Lockwood's, because I'm pretty sure he acquires it. Um, staff, the one embedded in the oval of amber. Now it flies off. And then, so we'll flash back to what time it is. Present time, 65 million years later, it says. And there's a helicopter with its light searching for 
and searching for something, and that's Rexy, and we see Rexy running through the forest. Now we're at a cinema, and we, it's a drive-in cinema, and we get to see the, um, it's a movie, very cringy, and it has popcorn and gum and the so soft drink dancing. And then everyone's running and screaming. Then we get to see this kid with popcorn. And then he just starts looking at the Rexy. And then we get to see this epic shot where the helicopter's up behind. And you get to see Rexy and the light shining around her. And it. And then everyone's running. Rexy's walking over cars. And then there's a bunch of kids, people hiding under cars. Oh yeah, then there's people pushing. Then Rexy bites at someone and... And she's standing there. And then this guy gets hit by a car, which is maybe the highlight of this. And then everything's just going into chaos. She flips the car over. That's probably a reference. Because, wait, this this has got to be an East Egg. I didn't realize this before, but. So she flips a car over, right? She I'm going to go back. So, so she walks in. So, she walks into her car, flips it over, and you see people get stuck underneath. Then, she does that iconic 1993 roar. And the car getting knocked over, I think, is a re reference to the part where um, Tim and Lex get um, trapped in the car. And, um, yeah. And then the, the, the iconic roars there, which is... A part of that scene too, and it just looks absolutely beautiful. Then the helicopter's um shining the light, and he he pulls out a gun. I don't know if it's a tra oh yes it's a trank, and he they accidentally shoot a car, and Rexy starts walking away, and and they l l lost her in the forest. Yeah, and then it's just the helicopter flying that has the Jurassic World symbol. So I reckon that that's pretty good. I like that a lot. And it says, in theaters this summer, summer to be continued. And um, I really think that that is not that that was really good. And Judging on that, the movie looks like it's going to be pretty good and high quality. Yeah. I, I, I just have one problem. This isn't much of a problem with it. But they said in this opening scene, Colin Trevorrow said, um, that, that they would be trying to make it more anatom anatomically accurate to the real-life counterparts of the dinosaurs. But that, the Giga just, the, the Giga model, although it looks nice, it just doesn't fit in, really, with all the other dinosaurs. And, I would have preferred if the fight was a bit longer than what it was. I know this is, like, supposed to be the preview slash prequel of the movie, but, like, I, I would have preferred if it went just a bit longer than, like, 30 seconds, I think, it went for. 
Yeah, it would have been nice. See, it's it's like the Spinosaur fight, just quick. And yeah. Okay, I think that's all for today's recording. I might be rolling a couple more out soon, but stay Jurassic, and I hope you had a good time.